Not long ago, in a far-off corner of a place called the Internet, a revolution was born. Forged in the fires of common experience, the survivors of a mysterious movie known only as A Talking Cat came together. Their purpose, to dissect this fascinating failure of a film and broadcast their findings through the cosmos in hopes that future generations might learn from their mistakes. Some would call them heroes, others would call them mad, but despite the grueling road ahead of them, the group would take up the Sisyphean task and become a talking cast? Are they adventurers, sinner as a savior's or Are they demented, love the punishments, I can't be sure But one thing I do know is that the mission here to force To make your life so hard that you'll be pissing on your kitchen floor Hello everybody, and welcome back to A Talking Cast The A Talking Cat podcast that nobody ever asked for This is episode 2, and joining me today is Andrew Schwartz Hi Andrew What is up, internet yeah, I feel like I should mention I have never seen this movie before. Yeah. Any particular minute of it, let alone... How long is this movie? Uh, hang on, let me... It is 125 minutes, I think. Or no, no. What? No, sorry. Wait, what? No, 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 my bad. It's an hour and 25 minutes, which is only oh, like 90 geez. something minutes. Wait, wait, hour and five? An hour and 25 which is well, that's still too 85, much. 85 minutes. That's still too much. I, I know how time works. Yeah. So people willingly watch 85, 86 minutes of this? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's an odd one, to be sure. It's from judging from minute 1012200, I will agree this is a very odd movie. Yeah, so Andrew uh, is our guest, and he's coming at it blind. He's only seen the minute that we're discussing. Literally so, blind. I closed my eyes while watching it. I think we all did, really. So in this minute of the movie, we are, we've are we just come off of the first words from our titular talking cat, Duffy, and we get a pretty full minute of him talking. I was very surprised. I figured this endeavor would involve me watching just inexplicable scenes moving from to the fro while this was like a sophomore college person writing the worst student film of all time well as we were discussing in the last minute me and kevin the one of the companies that apparently produced it when kevin googled it the only thing that came up was a community college in the midwest so we're really unsure holy shit i cracked that one wide open but the director is horror director but the the name that he's going under is the pseudonym it's all very complicated you'll have to listen to our first episode so yes uh duffy is now speaking to us uh as the title would suggest that he does but he's not really talking he's just thinking what is the cat's name his name is duffy is this by any chance sponsored by the restaurant uh chain duffy's uh they don't appear at any point in this movie but maybe there are some shady dealings that we don't know about Maybe he's telling people to be aware beeping machines. <laughs> there are quite beautiful sceneries of, what do you call it? A stream? Yeah. stream. Yeah. A stream passing by as Duffy narrates. Yeah. Beeping machines. Beeping machines. 
It leaves you a lot to think about. We get our first mention of beeping machines, which is an ongoing phrase used in the movie. What do you think that means in the context of the movie? Uh, what does he mean by beeping machines to you? I always took it to me. It, I took it to be a, a a deep analysis on the um on the effect that that technology has on our lives. What if he's literally just talking about beeping machines, like uh, heart monitors? Matus really doesn't like heart monitors. I mean, who does? They're usually uh. Maybe we're looking too deep into this movie. Maybe it literally is just literally like he's like people should die. Maybe Duffy is a secret psychopath. That would oh that's my very god. Possible. What if this movie is a Christian movie about euthanasia? Duffy is against euthanasia, and the humans in the movie are pro euthanasia, and Duffy slowly turns him against euthanasia. I'm scared. I don't like where I went with that. That's that's not what I got out of Ooh. it, but it's interesting to see your take after watching the second minute of this movie. Is it the second minute? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. the second minute, right? Yes. Am I wa- we get some lovely shots of nature. There's an eagle flying. There's a stream. That's pretty much all the I visuals. missed the eagle. Yeah, there's a little eagle. It takes off off a tree. It's a pretty short shot. America. There's a lot of metaphors going on here. Definitely. All the while, Duffy talks about how much he likes communing with nature. He likes meditating. It's very creepy the way Eric Roberts says uh, meditating. I thought that he was like threatening people. It's like, I'm really into meditation. Yeah. It's just the most... No one refers to meditation in that kind of tone. People usually consider it kind of a relaxing thing, but he definitely... He's very sinister. He came across as very like meditating almost like a joker kind of line this malice yeah i did not feel safe when he said that is he kind of like the joker in this movie from what i heard in the flop house app he kind of sounds like he's going to the movie ruining people's plans kind of like the dark knight in a way he thinks he knows what they need in life so he's trying to direct them to that by talking to them because that's what cats do cats cats just love people and want to make their lives better obviously that's why they all lays about I have my cats in my bed right now, and they're just sitting there. Not even looking at me when I talk. I can confirm. Andrew is yelling at his cat. I have never owned a cat. My family is allergic, but I cat sat one for a while, and all he liked to do was stand on my keyboard and hit me with his tail. So I think he liked me, though. That's how cats show affection, right? Just being assholes. Yeah, they usually just try to piss you off when yeah. they like you. Those jump on you wherever you want it to happen or not. Where are we? So I don't even know where we are anymore. Uh, we just saw an eagle flying and heard him talk about meditation. Are we still talking about a talking cat? Yes, yes. That is still what this podcast is about. Despite your best efforts to derail us, that is still the theme. Let's keep going. So now Duffy is talking about magic. He thinks this forest is magical, which is foreshadowing. foreshadowing maybe? Maybe it is. Spoilers, there's a little magic in the air, maybe. A little bit. Eric Roberts' rambling is crazy. It is. It's a little crazy. Where do you think he is when he's talking about this stuff? Like, where is he recording? Uh, given the quality of the sound, I would say... His bathroom. Yeah, yeah. His bathroom on, like, a really poor phone line with, like, no service. He's like, listen, I have to go to the bathroom, but you know what? I really want to crank this out as soon as possible. So did he record all of his dialogue sitting on the toilet? Because that's what I think happened. That's the general consensus, I feel. That is what the experts have been saying? Yeah. The many people who review a talking cat for a living. Academia. Many, many peer-reviewed essays on the values of 
Eric Roberts on the toilet. It's a fantastic performance. And so after talking about meditating and magic, he goes on to talk about how he helps people. How, how does he help people? He talks to them. That's not really... He just talks to them? I mean... What makes his help different than a psychiatrist? Well, he can only talk to you once, ever. Wait, what? What, what, what are the rules here? Uh, his rules are... He can talk to each person in the movie one time. It doesn't appear to be a sentence limit or a time limit or anything. Just a vague, nebulous, one-time deal. Okay, so say he says something like, like to me in the morning, good, good morning. So let's say I see him in the afternoon and I pass him by. Does he say good afternoon or does he just keep on walking? He can't say anything. He'll just keep walking. But if huh? you'd responded to the good morning, he might have been able to say something back. But once that oh, because the conversation hasn't ended. But once that conversation's kind of over, it'll stop. You know. So basically, I could end every conversation I have with him with a question like "Good afternoon, how are you doing?" And then, if he responds with another question, does the conversation keep going? I don't know. That's an interesting. Maybe this is what it all ties down to. Yeah. Questions. I feel this like movie raises a lot of questions, doesn't it? It does. Many, many questions, and I feel like. We need to we need to really commune and meet with Duffy so he can understand what the rules of this talking. If we cat get a are. Ouija board, maybe you can communicate with him. He's dead now, right? That cat. I mean, this movie didn't come out that long ago. It's probably still alive. But should we get a Ouija board to communicate with him in case he's deceased? Question: Are we trying to talk to the character or the cat that played the character? Can it be both? I don't know. Maybe are, are Squeaky and Duffy it- really the same? And Eric Roberts dubbed over his voice. That's why it sounds so bad. If we communicate with him in Ouija mm-hmm. to continue the conversation with him, we have to ask him a question every time. Mm-hmm. What do we ask him in Ouija? I think I would want to know why he why he tries to help rich white people who don't need any help. And so our uh, our minute wraps up with Duffy saying that. He's, Wonderful. He's found that everyone needs help, and they need all the help they can get. Very, very. It's very profound. Philosophical of you, yeah. Duffy. So profound. It's almost like a sophomore in college would have came up with that. I think Andrew's coming up with the sequel to a talking cat right now. The, no, this is not the sequel. This is the making of. Oh, oh. The talking cat. You're doing the making of documentary. Got it. Okay. I'm gonna bookend it with Ouija scenes with the dead cat, and I think I'm gonna end it with the dead cat saying. You know what you should call this movie? Not just a cat, but a talking cat? That brings us to the end of our minute. Minute two? More like minute fun. Yeah. I would rate this episode minute two, two minute twos out of two minute twos. Thank you for the high praise. Uh, Thanks for joining us, Andrew. Uh, We will see you next time on A Talking Cast. Goodbye, everybody. Minute by minute. That's so they'll be diving in to shed some clarity on this hilariously failed attempt. So grab a friend and crack a beer with them and listen in. The talking cast is about to begin. It's a that was episode two of A Talking Cast, the A Talking Cat podcast that nobody ever asked for. Your host was Dylan Reed Miller with guest host Andrew Schwartz. Episode edited by Darren Husted. Music by Casey Trimble. Voiceover by John Kowaleski. Artwork by Josh Hollis. Executive producers Sarah Cantor and Darren Husted. Copyright 2014. All rights reserved.
This podcast is not affiliated with Rapid Heart Productions. A talking cat is owned by Rapid Heart Productions. No infringement is intended. We all miss you, Maddox Bailey.